So the idea was help these boys and girls to uh, not have to choose between their passion and their work, but let their passion actually pay them. Uh, one one uh, one goal that is paramount is uh, we want an abundance of quality Indian fighters uh, on the international circuit. Welcome to the 15th episode of Indian MMA Origin Stories. In this episode, we'll be talking to Himanshu Goel and Vishal Shegal, who are the co-founders of Bob and Weave. They'll be explaining what Bob and Weave is all about, the fighters in the team, the future plans they have in place, and much more. You can check out the time code in the description below for easy viewing. Thanks a lot for coming into this small interview series that we are doing from Locker Room India. So this is the first time that we are having the two guests in an episode, so a small milestone there. So I'll get straight into it. So what is Bob and Weave for the people that don't know about the whole concept? Bob and Weave uh, is Ranjit, an enterprise we put together, which comprises almost everything to do with combat sports management, really. Be it uh, promotions, be it managing fighters, hosting events, uh, even retail for that matter. We'll be bringing in a lot of um, premium products, you know, uh, premium pro gear made accessible at Indian prices or rather at much more affordable prices. Um, so in a gamut, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what Bob and Weave is. And um, we three of us, we have uh, Vishal Segal here, who's our head coach. Uh, he's the chief of uh, strategy. He's um, been around. He's a very uh, reputed personality on its own. He's got a fantastic roster. He's, I would say he's a champion maker. And um, yeah, so I guess that's one of my privileges to work with him as well. And then we have our other partner who's the CEO of the company, Priya. She's not uh, unfortunately with us right now because of some health related issues, but the subsequent uh, interviews or meetings that we have, she'll definitely be joining us. And um, yeah, that's Bob and we feel. You told about Coach, Coach Vishal and Pooja as well. So could you just tell us something about yourself uh, so that the people could know a bit more about you? I, uh, I primarily come from the entertainment background. Yeah? I've been part of live events. I organize, uh, I produce events, uh, primarily focusing on music festivals, more live concerts, managing artists, and just putting up a great big show. Yeah? So it's been about over two decades I've been doing this. I've been a part of uh, some a really, really large organizations like Times of India has 360 Degrees, which was the event cell. I was with Percept Mark, which is uh, undisputedly the largest entertainment company in the country. So I was taking care of the South Zone for them, uh, primarily three states. And at one point, you know, we all feel that we've reached a saturation level, right? Uh, so it's, it's been too many years. I wanted to diversify this a little bit more, focus more on the music space. And uh, so I decided I will shut my agency, which was the rabbit hole, and uh, go completely the live music way. And I wanted to bring in some really good artists on board, create some collaborative events, put a lot of stuff together, which took a year, uh, and then the pandemic hits, you know. So the pandemic technically completely destroyed the event space for a while, you know. I, I mean, people do shows, people do events, uh, but not at the magnitude we are used to doing. So that gave me some time to think. There were a couple of other businesses I wanted to diversify into. 
And combat sports was something that always had my attention. And uh, while I was kind of, you could say, training myself, I was quite fascinated with how it works. And I realized that the industry is so good, really, but it's not experienced in terms of show business, you know? And uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it got me thinking that I'm good at one thing. I mean, I, I'd like to say I'm good at it, uh, which is putting up a good show. And I felt that there are people who have great intentions in combat with be it MMA, be it boxing. There's so many different combat sports India has to offer on its own, right? So the ocean's so huge. I'm like, why not just, you know, do my bit and help enhance that a little bit more. Uh, so my idea was just to basically do my bit to take this um, industry onto the mainstream level while the while the wave has begun, I wanted to be a part of the first few to take it through its larger journey. And uh, I was fortunate enough to uh, speak with Priya, who comes from a great communication background. She, she's a lifestyle personal coach. Uh, uh, she trains international people uh, with language and proficiency of other kinds. Uh, so Priya was pretty much on board. She's great with communications, marketing and stuff. And uh, while doing so, uh, I started training during the pandemic because there was really nothing to do because my business was completely down. And uh, I called one of the sports stores to buy some boxing gloves. And he says, hey, we completely sold out. I'm like, dude, it's a lockdown. So he said, that's, that's the thing. Uh, almost every fitness equipment's gone and there's nothing related to boxing or MMA that we have in stock. So then through, a, through an acquaintance of mine, I connected with Vishal, said, buddy, just help me with some uh, gloves and some wraps. And I really want to do this. I have too much time to kill and I really don't know how to diversify. Uh, I mean, how to divert my energy. That's when Vishal came to my rescue. And I think in a matter of weeks, we became really good buddies. Uh, you know, right in the middle of lockdown, we were kind of breaking the rules and catching up with each other on and off and things like that. So one day I bounced this idea off to Vishal that this is what we've been thinking about trying to, uh, you know, been trying to build something. And he was completely on board. He was completely just as excited as we were. And he and I, uh, our wavelengths are so in sync. You know, it was so easy to put this thing together. In about a couple of months, we already had a structure in order. So yeah, all three of us huddled up. We started uh, going the old school way, picked up our pens and papers, started drawing stuff down. Uh, Vishal's already been training some fantastic boys and girls, uh, we spoke to them. I mean, would they like to be a part of an enterprise, you know? And uh, they were all on board. And uh, the idea, you know, what, what the best part about this, Ranjit, was that Priya, Vishal, and I, all three of us, are in sync about a couple of things, which is helping the ones who need a little push or a little bit of a hand-holding. Yeah, and we've got some amazing gems in this country. Uh, the challenge is that they either can't afford to pursue their passion of training the right way or even sponsoring themselves, uh, funding themselves to go and compete in events. You know, there's so many guys who uh, travel from Bihar to Bangalore in a general class sitting, uh, class sitting on the floor and they come here and within a day's time, they're entering the ring. You know how tough their bodies might be by then? They'd be so sore, there's no recovery period and they go with that. Those are the kind of challenges we want to kind of help them off with. So the idea was 
help these boys and girls to uh, not have to choose between their passion and their work, but let their passion actually pay them. And uh, that's where it all began, you know. So we decided, okay, let's take these people in. Let's give them all the basics that they require so that they can focus on their game and also let that game actually earn them enough revenue to sustain themselves. And eventually with the help of Priya's communication skill, building etiquette, like what she's trying to do is she's trying to groom these guys uh, with etiquette, uh, confidence of speech, correction, uh, correction of the languages. And by the personality enhancement, uh, that becomes the first stepping stone towards building them as a brand individually and then get some endorsements on board. So you see what I'm talking about, right? So we get a lot of brands coming on board, sponsoring individuals. Uh, they have great bodies. They are great fighters. Uh, eventually fund them into going and competing, take care of all of their basic needs and also host our own events. Yeah, I mean, hosting our own events is another ball game uh, altogether, um, which is also one of the reasons why we thought of putting this together. There, there are a lot of players, you know, who are so challenged with funds. Uh, there are clubs, there are promoters who go to a brand, brand gives them a fistful of money. And with that little money, they try to put an event together. And what happens with that insufficient money is uh, not only do you get to not manage to afford great content, but even your production and documentation kind of takes a hit. And that is how the international market starts looking at the Indian market. That, okay, these guys aren't equipped. They're not ready yet. They're still at a grassroots level. So we need to change that. So we do have some great uh, fight clubs as well. We have some great promoters as well. But now is when they are actually getting the opportunity because the sports are getting identified. And that's what Vishal's uh, bit was, that if we are doing this, we got to do it right. We got to do it all the way. We might have lesser content, but we have to make it clearly at international standards. And uh, that's how it came into existence, you know, and three of us got together and there's Bob and Weave in front of you. Coach, could you just tell us how big is the roster of Bob and Weave currently and like, how do you manage the fighters? We have, uh, we almost have uh, fighters in each weight class, right? So uh, mostly, uh, we are trying to recruit more fighters, but we do, just don't want anybody. You know, we, we want people we are able to develop. And that's a super challenge, right? So um, at this point in time, we're just looking for quality as opposed to quantity and slowly build up on that. Uh, I have tremendous help from Himanshu himself and Priya. So, uh, you know, initially I was, I was, it was a one-man show, but now I have a team of uh, compatible people and a lot of collective uh, areas of experience, right? Uh, in our specific fields. Um, so, uh, like I said, you know, we have, uh, we have a good amount of fighters. Uh, we complete almost each weight classes, but we don't want to stop there. Uh, we want to we wanna go much above and beyond than what we have at this point in time. Uh, the thing is, um, like like Himanshu just said, you know, it, 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 it's to to uh, find a diamond that's in the rough and then to cultivate and develop. Uh, that's what we that's what we really want to do. So uh, that's why we're not jumping on to anybody and everybody, uh, right? So we are we are waiting on uh, or we are trying to find some 
good prospects and then that's where we go. Uh, at this point in time, uh, you know, you have seen the guys who participated in Gama India Nationals. You've seen um, our team that participated in MMA India Nationals and so on and so forth. So we already have a, a good group of people, right? And uh, we just want to build further on that. So, so um, you know, I, um, in fact, it's just not, uh, I mean, obviously I've always felt very strongly about it, but so has Himanshu and, you know, Priya, uh, for whatever reasons we have personally. But uh, we have, uh, we want to we uh, also uh, venture towards and develop, uh, you know, kids, uh, upcoming kids, and it's just not for fighting, but just, you know, upcoming kids, develop them and uh, focus towards women empowerment in the true self, right? So uh, it, it, that is something that really touches home and we are working towards. We, I cannot um, speak on that matter at this point in time in detail, but that is something we are working on. And uh, once, once we have it, you know, you're the first to know. And, and, and I have a great team, uh, you know, that I'm working with. And uh, I've, I've always been passionate about it, uh, being raised by a single mother. And, uh, you know, I've done that work before, but it's just that with the, with the right team, now I'm so uh, completely equipped, so much better equipped than I was before, so I can fulfill that. And that is certainly something we want to look into. Uh, and we are working towards, not looking to, but we are certainly working towards. And uh, just can't wait for things to materialize. So how did you guys come up with the name? I know it's a boxing term. So how did you decide that this will be the name of your enterprise? About the name is what your next question was, yes. Uh, so you know what Bob and Beam is, I mean, at, you know, as the move. But uh, uh, while it is one of the most uh, important basic moves that, you know, you need to know in the game. Uh, the idea was, it, it, ha it has another funny, funny side. Uh, when we started putting this together, it was right, right smack in the middle of the COVID times, you know. Uh, there was these lockdowns happening, there are these partial relaxations happening, events aren't allowed, the parameters kept changing. You suddenly can have crowd of 50 people, 100 people, then you can't have crowd again, only broadcasting. Uh, to survive, for a while, because we don't know how long this is going to go on. I guess, you know, you have to keep dodging every little curveball that kept coming your way. And which is what we thought we were bobbing and weaving our way out of this, really. So I guess that's how we'll always remember Bob and Weave, you know, later in the day. Absolutely, everybody's going to know and remember and respect Bob and Weave. No, no, I'm not being cocky. I'm just saying it because uh, of the intention we come in with. Yeah. That's right. So you mentioned a lot of things, like you mentioned about events, retail, and everything. Like, what's the plan for the operational model that you have for Bowen going forward? Okay, so this uh, I'll have to. It's a little bit of an elaborate uh, response to this, but I'm going to try to crisply break it down for you. So there are three portions, as we said, there are three businesses. Um, now, let's talk about the fighters. You know, uh, which is our roster management. Technically, Vishal, uh, I think you should be uh, sharing more inputs about how you know we take care of the fighters here. Uh, uh, so I'll, I'll leave this question to Vishal uh, about how the management goes, and there's a lot of stuff that you know uh, we enable them with, and Vishal particularly spearheads with 
with uh, managing, taking care of them for that matter, you know. So over to you, Vishal. Absolutely. Um, so Ranjit, <clears throat> the thing is, uh, if, if a fighter was able to do all the push-ups in the world and all the squats and all the punches, you know, uh, uh, it still doesn't make them successful. You've got to have a personality. You've got to be, you know, you've got to have many other elements to yourself other than your physical abilities, right? Um, in that sense, uh, uh, when I uh, we were basically, or I was basically trying to um, create uh, a structure where we are able to take care of everything, be it etiquette, be it personality, be it speech, be it whatever. Uh, and, and to develop, it takes time to be, because every fighter is different, right? So it, it, it takes a lot of time and we are able to, uh, once that happens, then we are able to, you know, put them out there and then, you know, it, things start working out for themselves. So there is a lot of things that go into it. And there's a lot of time that goes into it, right? So it, it, it was imperative to start off on that foot because certain habits are very hard to break, regardless of what age group you come from, right? And to instill that in a fighter, it, it was, it gets very challenging. So to develop a complete fighter, like for instance, uh, we worked with Roshan and before he got selected, we only had about 25 to 28 days to, to start, you know, uh, putting some things into his head. Obviously he had been working with me much longer. We were just not expecting that thing to come up, uh, the selection process in his case, and uh, we had to speed things up. So it, it, it has to be very detailed. We have to be patient. The fighter has to be, the athlete has to be patient. And uh, at this point in time, I have uh, so, much of, uh, so much of help that uh, I can you know, go back into what I do best and hand over certain tasks to you know, my, my teammates, which are Himanshu and Chakriya, and what they specialize in. So a lot goes into it, be it, uh, be it their uh, prehab, rehab, uh, their etiquettes, their fighting skills, uh, and so on and so forth. So we, everything has been uh, going on now. It's so much better and easier because there are other specialized people that I have that, you know, to handle the, those situations. So, but right back at you, Imanshu. Yeah. So uh, just summing, summing that up exactly how Vishal put it. So what we do is, uh, we make sure they have all kind of assists, you know, before they uh, go in for a match. Uh, we make sure they have a prehab session. There's rehab after match, mental health uh, maintenance, you know. They're all young boys and girls, you know. They've got stresses, juvenile stresses, or maybe uh, real stresses, which they don't know is really just the beginning of life. But uh, lack of understanding of parents, bad relationships, uh, indulgences, debaucheries, you know, there are a lot of things that can wear their game down and their focus kind of uh, goes kaput. So keep it all intact. We, we make sure we are literally like white on rice, keeping them comfortable, happy, and uh, maintain their A game in order always. So, you know, uh, I mean, it's finally about time that people started understanding the importance of mental health as well. Uh, getting their focuses intact getting maintaining the focuses uh, is a big challenge when they're that young right 
they get distracted like mad. Snap of a finger, they completely forget uh, that they've got a game coming and, you know, they may be just checking out a passerby or there's a video game for all we care. You know, you know what I mean? Petty little things can just, uh, you know, so they need to be nudged back in. Uh, yeah, so, so that's one. Besides that, you know, when they lose games, that definitely plays on their minds. So we need to get them. We need to snap them out of it. So we have people to assist them with that as well. Uh, there are so many things which a physio, chiropractor, or even a general physician can help them with before their game while they're setting camp and things. You know, a lot of times these guys get, uh, they hurt themselves even during camps, right? And uh, how do you control that? Because you can't keep restricting them from uh, using their full force as well while training, because now they're going in for the real deal. It's not just a practice round. So, so yeah, so we, we make sure that all of those are in order. We personally oversee their nutritions. Um, each of them have different goals. Sometimes they're cutting, sometimes they're gaining to make weight. Uh, Vishal is like a monster on top of their head. So they need a good cop as well, you know. So I'm that guy who's waving at them slightly from behind him. And, uh, and, and that's what he does. That's what Vishal does completely, you know. He's got them. He's like a second parent to them. So that's the part where it comes to the fighter management. What we're trying to do besides that, uh, this is maintaining the fighters, right? Uh, the second bit is grooming them with etiquette communication, as Vishal mentioned, which is what Priya looks into primarily. Uh, she pays attention to uh, their public speaking confidence, their uh, cleanliness in the speech, how they maintain their social media presence. How are they behaving outside of their homes or outside of the gym is important as well. Today, a guy could have the greatest game, but not have the right channels or the right tongue, he cannot, he cannot go and tap the golden uh, doors, you know. So there's so much more that goes in with that personality that's required as well. Uh, I, you know, offline, I've spoken to you about this, Ranjit, I'll bring it up. There's so many fighters who, just because they don't have a great agency, end up staying stuck in that local area of theirs and just excelling there. There's nothing more. They don't have any avenues to get out of that. And there's so many things that go into it, right? So the idea is that we, we enable them with such opportunities. We secure them with the minimum needs. We make sure their focuses are intact, their health is at its peak, and the game is at its peak as well. So this helps us also market them as individuals to draw sponsorship, brand endorsements, which makes each of these fighters like fighter A, once he's gotten all of this and we market him, he actually now becomes a brand. He's not just a fighter. He's not just a roster member of Bob and Beep, but he's a brand on his own. Who now in turn Bob and Beep manages in a different manner, right? So that is one business. This is, the, this is what we talk about the fighter management business. The second is the event. As I said earlier, the, uh, you know, when smaller players or the less, uh, uh, less savvier players, you know, when they're trying to put an event together, they don't know how to put a show together. They know how to have a great fight. They, they know how to display a great fight in the ring. But how's your ring looking? How well lit is it? What are the kind of officials that are involved? Uh, how are you videoing and photographing them? What is your post-event video looking like? How has the fighter benefited after being a part of your event? 
those things are the ones that decide how far this event is going to go. So we want to do such events too. We want to do some great fight nights, but not at any cost. We want to make sure that it's okay if we do smaller events. I mean, it's okay to, if we do lesser events in a year, but each of those events are going to be magnanimous. We're going to go the whole nine yards with it. We've canceled two dates already because of the second wave. Now we are hoping, uh, fingers crossed, that we somehow manage to swing one before the third wave, which we know is, in, is inevitable, kicking in. Uh, but let's see, if that happens, you know, I guess uh, we won't need to speak then, you can just see it for yourself, right? Uh, coming down to the third vertical, which is the retail. Now, <clears throat> we aren't immediately working on retail completely, but we've already done our groundwork. We have uh, started establishing a lot of uh, trade routes that have to be put in order. It's a little bit of a complex uh, job today to import uh, fast fashion apparels and sports equipments into the country. Uh, so, but when, in, in a matter of a few more months, we should be having all our clearances. We intend to bring all the pro gear that, you know, all the fighters aspire to own. Um, but they end up not managing to afford them or paying through their noses, you know, to import them from other countries, which is so unfair. You know, I'm saying uh, if there's a pair of pro Venom gloves that somebody wants, which is costing him 65,000 rupees to import from US. But out of that 65,000, half of it is the shipping charges. And then you have whatever the import duty charges that they all put together. Uh, a guy coming out of a tier two city is going to save for months to buy that one. And that's so unfair, right? So we want to make it affordable for him. So once we start uh, retailing these, they're going to save these costs at least by 50%. And, uh, but in all of these uh, verticals put together, if you see, whatever we are doing is to enhance the scene. We have no competition. We don't want to be a part of any bureaucracy. We want things plain, simple, shake hands, hug everybody, join hands and just grow the scene. And that's all what Bob and B's objective is. And we're everybody's friends and with all our verticals put together. Perfect. So, so if I may, may I add something, I don't mean to cut you off. Uh, going back to the initial part of uh, you know, this question and statement, uh, you uh, you remember that we are working especially with athletes coming from you know a, a certain socioeconomic status right uh, and deserving on top of that right so it, it makes it uh, it makes it very challenging obviously but it makes it so much more interesting as well uh, because success stories is something that is just wonderful in every sense of the word. Um, uh, and and uh, not only me. I think I think a lot of a lot of teams and coaches have done that. But it, it is something that I will uh, that will be very close to me all the time. And us as a team, uh, be it uh, be it an athlete, a male athlete coming from a weak uh, socioeconomic background, be it you know, uh, be it woman empowerment, be it kids, be it whatever. So we we want to do the right thing, you know, um, and set the right tone in in those terms. Uh, just wanted to throw that in there. Fantastic point, absolutely. Awesome. So yeah. you guys <clears throat> mentioned about the roadmap that you have laid out. 
for the future. So what's the immediate plan for Bob and you now? Like I, I know that a lot of fighters are currently in training for the Gamma Action Championship. So what's the immediate roadmap for the uh, team? We've already set camp. Vishal's already uh, training all of them. And um, so we've got three fighters going in. Uh, uh, so, you know, the thing is, uh, I think Gamma was supposed to happen next month, this month, the end of July. this month. In July, yes. Yeah. yeah, it's been moved to the end of August. But that didn't stop us since we've already set camp. The guys are going to continue training until then. So, guess it's just an opportunity. They've got more time to prep. But besides these three, the rest of the roster is already peaking at their game. They've used the lockdown and uh, this break to their advantage. They've ripped their bodies out. They've been doing some crazy functional training. Vishal sits with them uh, virtually every single day. Uh, we're on top of every little thing of theirs. You know, there have been a couple of them who did have the simple flu. And nowadays, even if you sneeze, it's almost like giving you a stroke, you know? So yeah, I mean, uh, so everyone's ready, really. Everyone's at the peak at the moment. They're ready. If you want to give them a fight next week, I think the entire roster can jump into the ring. And they are dying for a fight. We just keep getting these texts, which I'll keep sharing. Coach, I want to fight, coach. Coach, get me out of here. I want to fight. You know, so we, we're ready, man. And uh, we are definitely going to put our own event together very soon. We're already working on it. We just need some more clarity because, like I said, we can't do it at a mediocre scale. It has to be, you know, it has to be a little of, of, of a larger magnitude, really. So once you have the clarity, of course, that, that is one bit. But right now, we're completely geared up for this. And uh, we hopefully, within this calendar year, we should start having our own training centers as well. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, but that's what our immediate plan is for that matter. We are, oh yeah, we're scouting a lot of fighters. We're scouting pro, we're scouting semi-pros. Uh, also a few amateurs. We're looking for a lot of kids. We've got three pre-teens right now and who are doing great. We're looking at this as their side career as well. Uh, but yeah, I think primarily Vishal is busy with training them all and, uh, and, and scouting for more. But yeah, very soon we'll be sharing some more news with you. Uh, we would like to refrain from disclosing that at the moment. Uh, but yeah, we just wanted to put Bob and Weave out there, yes, we've been around for a few months now. Um, and yeah, we're ready, to, we're ready to roll now, completely. We're all, we're all in now. Uh, is there something that you want to put out there before we close this uh, interview? You know, if you're talking about viewers who already are aware of the sport, uh, you know, just don't let the situation wear you down, man. I mean, things are going to turn back up, you know, and there are people like us, there are like 100 FCs, who are trying all they can to give you opportunities to get you back into the ring, get you back into the cage, get you back into the gym. And, uh, and things are going to turn around. So just throw your positivity, positivity out in the universe. It will matter. Yeah. And the ones who aren't so much aware of combat sports, well, we're coming to you to get your attention. We'll show you what you're missing out on. Yeah. That's Himanshu for you. Awesome. So, of course, uh, what would you like to tell to the viewers? Above, above and beyond what uh, we have, as a team have already stated, uh, one, one, uh, one goal that is paramount is uh, we want an abundance of quality Indian fighters uh, on the international circuit. 
uh, and to to develop a quality international uh, uh, Indian fighter who can compete there takes a lot of tasks, takes the right infrastructure, and so on and so forth. You know that, right? So that that is a, that is something we are working towards, and I'm sure a lot of people are. But we just uh, that that is uh, something that is on the you know on the top of the list. Uh, and it, like I said, it's it's uh, obviously a challenge, um, and it, it is for everybody. But uh, things are just going to start getting structured properly. So as we as a team for Bob and Levi, when I'm speaking, so we are we are able to take steps towards that. Uh, given the population that we have as a country, we should be on top of everything in terms of uh, you know uh, results. And off late, if you see Olympic uh, selections, you know be it boxing, be it uh, shot put, athletics, whatever it may be, wrestling. Uh, you know, Indian athletes are starting to, uh, you know, rise and shine. And we can do that maybe a hundredfold, not maybe, we can and we will. We just have to start giving priorities at the right, uh, 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 in the right way to the right people so we can develop. We, can, we cannot wait for something to show up and then start training for it or then start supporting those athletes. For example, right now, you know, we have Kelo India, we have this and we have that. And they, 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 you know, they are obviously promoting sports and I love that and I thank them for that. But let's take MMA, for example, right? Uh, when MMA, why do we want to wait for MMA to come into the Olympics if and when it does? Why can't we start supporting those athletes now? We already have, we, we already have so many athletes who have, let me take, for example, uh, you know the background Kantaraj has come from, you know the background Roshan has come from, right? Kantaraj used to YouTube and teach himself. And look at the level he's competing at, right? Sure, he's gone through some teams and so on and so forth. But imagine if we, just like we do in boxing, we do in wrestling, we do in badminton, we do in cricket, whatever, we give these fighters that kind of support, it's going to be phenomenal. And, and remember one thing, Every, every sport is tough, but try coming in cross-training in MMA. I'm not disrespecting any sport. I'm just saying, try it. You know, it's a totally different ball game, right? So what I'm saying is if and when we, it happens, we'll be, we'll be just, uh, we'll be a whole respected bunch at a totally different level. So, see, the idea is that you have some great brands and global brands like UFC and One Championship, right? As we look at them as maybe a certain kind of a goal to grow up to because of the size. But for Indian fighters, that almost looks, seems like, you know, shooting for the stars. And with people like Roshan Kantaraj and Vitu, some Indian fighters have actually made it there, right? And they made it seems, seem pretty all right. And the more opportunities that we get to create by improving their proficiencies, will have more number of Indian fighters there in the scene and make reaching these brands not seem like such a far-fetched goal, really. You know, you kind of are bridging the gap between the earth and the moon for them. And, um, and that's what exactly Vishal was trying to convey. Did I get that right? Absolutely. Give them the confidence of the tools and, and the backing and the support. That Access. Go I think both of us can go all day on that. Right. Awesome. So, so really excited to see the plans that Bob and you currently has in place. And 
looking to looking forward to seeing you guys in full swing once all the whole lockdown is over so once again thanks a lot for taking time out uh, tonight for this particular episode looking forward to seeing seeing you guys in action so thank you thank you thanks. thank you for your time ranjit you're doing a fantastic job as locker room i think that's the blog we look forward to in the indian scene really right now so yes. thank you so much thank you so much really appreciate it thanks thanks for having us really thank you thank you see you guys Cheers. please bye. stay safe yeah bye bye